having the right mindset is definitely a key to having a successful business. You'll be weathering storms. You'll be taking monetary losses. You'll be going through stressors. You need to be able to go through these processes. And you also need to have the right mindset in order to absorb education that's going to be definitely important as you grow and as you go through this journey of becoming an entrepreneur. I'm Raphael. I'm Cecil. Welcome to Family Man Building the Brand, the podcast that explores what it means to be a father, husband, and a businessman. Join us as we talk to entrepreneurs that are winning at home and in business. Join us as we talk about their journeys, family life, and tips for success. What's going on, folks? It's Raphael Say, and I'm here again with the teaching moment for Family Man Building the Brand podcast. Okay. And today I wanted to go over the framework. I know you may be wondering, like, what do you mean by the framework? The framework is a process that actually a journey that Cecil and I put together um, that would would make up what an entrepreneur's journey is. Okay, as you're building these brands and as you're building these businesses, there's a process and there's a journey that you go through. And we were able to break that down into five key phases slash components that you'll be able to relate to that. And once you're able to achieve all five of these components, you should have a successful brand launch or successful business running at the end of this. Okay. So the first part of this phase is going to be mindset, guys. I know you guys have heard this a lot. I know you guys hear this all the time and it may sound cliche, but having the right mindset is definitely a key to having a successful business. You'll be weathering storms. You'll be taking monetary losses. You'll be going through stressors anxiety, things of that sort. And I don't say these things in order to make you fearful. I say these things in order to narrow down, in order to drill down on the fact that you need a stronger mental to be able to weather these storms, to be able to go through these processes. And you also need to have the right mindset in order to absorb education and absorb information. That's going to be definitely important as you grow and as you go through this journey of becoming an entrepreneur, um, during this phase and the beginning of you going on this entrepreneur's journey, um, one reason why we say a mindset uh, is necessary, a strong mindset is necessary is because you'll be dealing with lack of self-belief. Uh, you'll be dealing with the thoughts running through your mind that the goal isn't achievable. Uh, you'll be all over the place. You know, you'll have the fear of missing out. So therefore, you want to make brash drastic decisions, you know, again, having a strong mental is what's going to keep you sane, keep you in line and keep you moving forward on your trajectory. I know in my journey, I got impatient a lot. Uh, when I say impatient, I, I wanted the success immediately. I wanted to become that overnight success until I realized like overnight successes are really 10 years in the making. Okay. Um, and, and, and this isn't always the case, but it is a majority case. So you want to make sure to to build your foundation right. And building the foundation right is starting off up here and making sure up here is strong enough to handle everything you're about to load up on top of it. One way to help get through this point and to build this strong mindset is going to be you seeking a mindset coach, seeking a mentor in regards to that. I have multiple mentors for multiple aspects of business. However, all of these mentors have one thing in common and it's them aiming to work on my mind and let me confirm in me that the goal is achievable. And what I do plan on achieving is 
honestly obtainable. You know, a lot of the times you have coaches and mentors that are there strictly just to provide you a service. Um, however, they're not truly looking in and drilling down on the fact that you need to understand that you are powerful. You are a king. You are a queen. You are capable of making the impossible possible. Okay. So that's one of those are some of the key things that you want to search for in the beginning of this, that right mentor, that right coach. It, of course, it'd be better for them to be a master of the trade that you're aiming to get into. But at the same time, any level of success that they've achieved on their end, any level of success, whether it's in business, whether it's as a family man, or whether it's as a mother, father, whatever it is, if that person inspires you and they're great at what they do, which is something that you plan on doing, you definitely want to seek them as a mentor to help you navigate through this phase. There are lots more. We'll have checklists going out that will break down a lot more ideas on, on what to do to achieve that stronger mental and mind state. Okay. The next part of this is going to be your foundational. Okay. And foundation is obviously key. Um, the highest skyscrapers that you guys see on a daily basis or the biggest buildings that you guys drive past, the higher it is, the lower the foundation is, the, which means that they dug even deeper to make that foundation solid so you can build crazy on top of it. Well, that same analogy comes over and, and, and moves over to business as well, too, because the, far, the, the stronger you build your business's foundation with the right entity, the right tax codes, the right bank accounts, the right business credit setup and things of that sort, the higher you be able to build on top of that business, the higher you be able to go, the further you be able to expand this thing. Okay. It's one of the most fundamental phases when starting a journey. Um, in this phase, you're going to work on formulating your business ideas and doing the necessary researches that are required to execute on them. Okay. Um, in this phase, you also work on structuring your business the right way. So you operate proper from the very beginning. You may suffer from frustration when building the foundations of this business, you know, lack of knowledge. You don't, you don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. Um, lack of money, understandable. You know, you may feel overwhelmed, but the key is to take it day by day and take it step by step. Again, we have checklists out of things, uh, of processes that you need to make sure to implement upon during this foundational pace. So, Make sure to refer to that and we'll make sure to, you know, send that information out to you. But you always want to have a business plan checklist available and, and, and you always want to have that mapped out from the very beginning. Um, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes, you may not stick to every single aspect of business that you did map out in that business plan, because as you go along, things are going to, you know, pivot and, and things are going to, you know, uh, um, shift and, and you may not be able to implement what you aim to implement in the very beginning because now the market has shifted or things are different, okay? You want to be prepared for that, but at the same time, you want to plan this thing out as best as possible. Create a business plan, okay? That's going to give you clarity. Create a mission a mission statement for your business, a vision statement for your business, okay? You want to focus in on keys for marketing and money and things of that sort. Why? Because this is where you're going to be able to build on top of having the right bank account does make a difference. I remember in the very beginning, Cecil and I started off with the bank and uh, we started off as just as a DBA. We weren't a corporation. 
Okay. We didn't know that we needed to actually file and get an EIN number and things of that sort. No, that's actually a critical key. Now, as we grew, we were able to implement these things and set the foundation up even stronger. But in the very beginning, we just got started. And to be honest, we probably lost on some opportunities and um, lost on different partnerships because we weren't as structured um, as we should have been. Okay. A lot of partners we planned on dealing with required us to be a C Corp and to have an EIN number, but we didn't have that. So loss of time, loss of opportunity, but the key was we did get it right. Okay. And we did, we did go on ahead and do that ASAP versus letting that linger and linger. The longer you let it linger, the less chances you have of being able to build on top of this foundation that you are setting. Next is going to be your launch phase okay you've set the foundation you, you you've gotten the mindset right you set the foundation next thing is we're moving over into launch mode this is the third phase and this is probably the most critical phase in your journey because now you have an established business um it may be a product or service that you need to present to your audience um but you need funding to reach your audience and expand the business this is where you figure that out all right your launch mode this is how you figure out how to raise and access funding for your business while making sure your personal finances are also intact. Um, in this phase, and, and one of the key things to do, and this is in all business all the way around, is you never want to co-mingle funds. You always want to have separate personal income from your business income. You want to keep those things separate so you can know what the analytics look like. Is it business generating as much as it should be generating? Or is generating, but are the expenses going out through leaks that I really don't know about, okay? You really want to keep your business money separate from your personal money. Your personal bank account should not be your business bank account. Big banks, a majority of banks uh, are not going to lend on a personal basis. They'll lend on your business basis and they'll lend on a corporation, an LLC, an S Corp that has an EIN, that has built business credit. And they may also ask for a personal guarantee off your personal credit. So this is why you want to make sure your personal income is intact. At the same time as the business. Okay. Um, raising money. You got to bootstrap from the very beginning. Okay. Um, it's not all about because you have access to capital that you just blow it and burn through it. Because remember, you want to test out different things as you move along this journey in order. And when you find that right combination, that's where you invest the capital into in order to grow from there. Okay. Um, you may need to be a nine to five entrepreneur. During this phase is launch mode. You still may need to hang on to that nine to five. Okay. Um, I've done it. Um, in the very beginning of building my clothing brand, World Dynamite, shout out RD. You know, this was one of the, one of the dope collections that we, uh, made handcrafted in Sierra Leone, West Africa. But one of the things that, that, that we did during this is, uh, during the buildup of World Dynamite was we did have nine to fives for, the majority of the of the first few years okay uh we had nine to fives in that nine to five capital was our investment capital we weren't we weren't structured up enough to go to a bank in order to pull in capital so we worked our butts off from nine to five and then we worked our butts off again for the other nine to five all right we used that capital that we were making from our jobs and that's what we used to fund the business until we got things right and got everything packaged the right way uh, via the entity, via the branding, things of that sort. And then at that point, we were able to go to the bank and see what financing they would be able to offer us, what lines of credit, what business credit would they be able to offer to us. 
you may need to implement group economics in this phase when it comes to launching. This is where you're gathering money from a group of people to fund this idea. And when the profits come, you pay off that group of people. That's an easy way of, of, of going about things. I've had to do that a couple of times on a couple of different ventures where I got investors in um, to that, that, that saw the idea, saw the vision, and were willing to invest in that. And we took that money, pulled it together, invested in it, and the rest was history. So that may be something that you want to consider during this launch phase as well, too. Okay. Um, it, it is risky. Business is risky. This is why you hang on to that nine to five in the very beginning. So that way, if things don't go as planned or not going as scheduled, you'll be able to pivot accordingly and make things happen the right way. Now, I love this part. You know, you, you've garnered the right mindset. You've built the foundation. You've structured up to your entities. And this is, you know, again, we have checklists and we have things that you'll be able to refer to in regards to what bank accounts, what banks will we suggest? I know Cecil goes in depth on a few episodes as to what banks he suggests you go to, especially in the very beginning. Okay. And from there, you went through foundation and you've gone to now your launch mode. Now you got to grow this thing. You've launched a business. You've launched a brand. Now it's time to grow this thing and take it to another level. You know, this is the fourth phase out of the five phases. And this is a phase where you accelerate the business. You know, you utilize branding and marketing strategies to take business to the next level. And you experience exponential growth. Okay. Um, the growth phase, there's a critical growth phase, or there's one that sticks out to me uh, um, the most. And that's with uh, our clothing company, Royal Dynamite. And, and we, we launched a collection, Freetown. We launched it once and it, it did okay. But we had a we had a really growth phase when we launched Freetown and War because this was all of our branding and marketing strategies put together in one the right way. And, 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 and we, we, we had the right product. We had everything in place. And honestly, when we launched that collection, that was the biggest collection we had ever launched um, with the pre-order model behind it and the most money we've ever made in the week. This was about three years in in the business. And we had averaged about 10 grand a week. So that was really dope and that was really eye-opening. This is how we were able to break this down because we actually experienced this. We actually went through this. The growth phase is real. Um, you'll experience a growth in revenue. You'll grow beyond families and friends. Uh, we weren't depending on, you know, the close friends that we had and family members to buy every t-shirt and things of that sort. At this point, we had a global reach. We were selling across the world. You know, we're selling in Sierra Leone. We're doing pop-up shops. Um, all over the United States, uh, online was booming. Uh, we were shipping orders out to Germany, all all aspects, all places um, in the world, and that was very eye opening. Um, and and it really motivated us to take things to the next level after that. Okay, what if your clothing choices could make a difference in your community? Introducing Royal Dynamite, a t-shirt line founded in Los Angeles with deep roots in Sierra Leone. Our founders met in the U.S. with a passion for streetwear and a commitment to giving back to their community. With every t-shirt purchase, we donate a portion of our profits to support education and entrepreneurship programs in Sierra Leone and other parts of the world. Our t-shirts not only represent your personal style, but also your dedication to community and making a difference in the world. Join us in creating a world where your clothing choices are statement pieces and an extension of who you are. 
Shop now and make an impact. Use the discount code for 20% off your purchase. BAMBABRD20. F-A-M-B-A-B-R-D-20. This will give you 20% off your first purchase. Go to royaldynamite.com. R-O-Y-A-L-D-Y-N-A-M-I-T-E. Royaldynamite.com. Your delivery quality has to be on point for you to grow in this phase. Uh, I know when it came to production, man, we had everything to the T as far as the printing, the inside labels, the woven labels, the packaging, the shipping bags that we shipped the product out to. We made sure that delivery quality was always on point. We never faltered on that. So that's the key. Your product and service must always be of utmost quality for you to be able to get to this phase and grow it. No one's going to buy. No one's going to grow anything that isn't of quality. I know we make it look easy because, you know, you do it behind the scenes and things of that sort. Um, uh, you know, you want to ex execute on perfect delivery, but that's not realistic, guys. Uh, nothing's nothing. Nothing is as it seems, especially on social media. A lot of people make things look really easy, but it does take a lot of time and dedication. And I want you to understand that we don't push for perfection. You push for consistency at this phase. So delivering the perfect service, the perfect product is a goal, but however, you have to deliver consistently and you'll know, you, you'll then see that the revenue or traffic will remain consistent as well too, okay? In this phase, you have systems in place um, to execute properly, CRMs, um, email, um, shipping and handling, outreach, um, influencer marketing, online ordering manager. Again, I said CRM earlier, okay? Uh, for example, we use Square from the very beginning to be our CRM or our POS or, or considered to be our POS or point of sale when we're out in the field. So we'd be at a pop-up shop, log into Square, had all inventory loaded in there. If I sold the tea to James over here for $20, I'd record it in Square. It gets logged via the email and we're good to go. Having these systems in place are key for your growth. You know, I probably wouldn't have been, but I probably wouldn't have been able to sell that T-shirt had I not had it available for him to be able to pay via his card on the Square app. Okay, so have your systems in place. In, in this phase in growth, you, you got to get accustomed to social media as well too. Social media is a heavy driver, as you know, um, and 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 social media on all ends. You know, uh, from WhatsApp to Instagram to Facebook. Threads. I mean, it seems like, you know, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has a whole social media world on lock right now, but you must understand the importance of social media. Social media makes you bigger, gets you, gets you out there 10 times faster than any other alternative media source. And, um, it exponentiates, it exponentiates whatever you're doing, you know, at a fast rate. Um, little to no online presence isn't the best practice in this phase. Um, you want to put yourself out there. You got to be out there to grow. Um, I know uh, uh, Cecil always complains about that, uh, or well, he did complain about that in the past, even though he's you know consistent as as, as possible right now on social media. But he complained about that. He said, you know, when he let off the gas back then, you know, family got the best of him, and he was growing within family. You know, getting married and having children, things of that sort. When I remained consistent on my social. You know, he can see the difference now in regards to the amount of following that I have, the engagement that I have and things of that sort. You know, he really wished that he remained consistent there. So 
that's something that, again, we've experienced. I've experienced that myself as well, too. When things get really tough and the family you know, it needs my direct attention, I'm sorry, but social media probably won't get a post from me or things of that sort. But having no presence or little presence isn't key. Okay, It's okay to take a day or two off. We're all human beings. We're all great fathers. We're all great mothers. We're all great spouses. We're all great significant others. We understand that. But you still want to remain as consistent as possible and make sure to have a great presence on social media. Make sure to tell your story, y'all. You know, I tell my story all the time. Whatever venture I'm going through, I like to show the back end. I like to show the back processes that I go through of how I go from zero to hero. You know, how I take this 15 cents and turn it to a dollar. How I took this thing that seemed to like rubbish and turned it into a shiny object. Okay. So tell that story. Whatever your story is, make sure to tell that story. That's going to be key for your growth as well, too. A lot of people gravitate toward a business, toward a product because of the story behind it. There's lots of brands that you can look into. For example, let's look at Marathon Clothing. Okay, Marathon Clothing has a great support because of Nipsey Hustle's story behind it. There are many examples out in this world now where a company's story is what sets the brand off. You know, you want to make sure to do the same on your end as well too. Okay, make sure to put out your case studies. You guys get results, put those studies out there. You guys have testimonials, man. Put those things out there, run ads on them. That's going to be key for your growth, okay? We'll get into the last phase of this. And the last phase is the culmination of everything. This last phase encompasses everything that we've discussed. Mindset, foundation, launch, growth. At this rate, there's nothing else that you can achieve with this. And now you're going into mastery mode, okay? This is the final phase of that entrepreneur journey. And in this stage, you're experiencing growth and need to stabilize your business at this point, okay? You need people and systems in place to help you in order to grow this thing and scale. And I think the key to this phase, guys, is, is that you're able to do this in multiple. So in the growth phase, this one business, you're growing. However, at mastery now, you're taking everything that you've implemented via this one business, and now you can do it multiple times. And that's the mastery. You've mastered brand building. You've mastered this, you know, type of service. Okay. This is when, you know, you'll know that you're achieving mastery when challenges when scaling to the next level. At this point in mastery, you're hiring on the right staff that can manage the total portfolio. And if not a total portfolio, but can manage this business while you take a step back and you aim to grow it from the outside or grow something else, okay? Um, this is where you're going to have your standard operating procedure set in place. You know, you, you, this is an actual operation now. Your standard operating procedures are what's given to your employees when they're on board with the company. They look through those operating procedures, and that's how they operate, okay? VAs, any vendor that you'll be dealing with, you want to make sure now you have a solid system in place. SOPs are there. You, you hire them on and you know that they're going to be able to get you that ROI based on what you set up. In this phase, you're slow to hire because remember, you're looking for the right people, but you're quick to fire. You get rid of the bad apples ASAP. Um, that's one thing I had to learn, especially in my franchising phase where, you know, I was hiring on 
faster than I was firing, which means that I was hiring on to solve a problem. And, uh, you know, I wasn't getting to the source. I was just kept hiring on and burning capital, burning capital, burning capital. However, I had a lot of bad seeds in the bunch that were still growing and honestly affecting the new hires. So in this phase, and I had to learn the hard way where it's like, no, 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 bring in the quality, get rid of the non-quality as soon as possible. One bad apple could spoil the whole bunch. And I've, you know, I've realized that a lot. I've witnessed that a lot. I've experienced that a lot. So it's key that you take heed on that one here from us. Okay. Um, you operate lean in this phase, you know, you start leaning all the extra expenses out. You again, you've grown, you've grown this thing. You know exactly where you're at. Lean all the fat off, man. Get yourself running fully operationally. And this is where, you know, again, your mastery comes into place. All right. Really hope that you're able to dissect each phase or really hear me from each phase and understand each critical component to this entrepreneur's journey. Okay. Remember, you start off with your mindset. You move into setting up the correct foundation. Then you move over to launching the business or brand. Then you go into growing that business or brand. And once you've gone that point, you start, you've mastered everything and you can implement it over and over and over again. Hope this has been very helpful. Once again, this is Ralph Diesel, Raphael Say. Glad to be here again, giving you guys the most critical game. This is what I love doing. And of course, you know, it's only going to be on Family Man building a brand. I love this. Have a great one, y'all. That's it for today's episode of Family Man Building the Brand. We hope we left you with a ton of value from this episode. If you like what you heard, feel free to leave us a rating and a review. This helps our show gain traction with other listeners just like you. You can join our community by subscribing and following Family Man Building the Brand on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, we're family and together we build.